You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Today's episode of the After Chat is brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it's the real deal, and it's the stuff that works. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity, let's say, arises. Now, this isn't just for guys with dysfunction. It's for any guy who wants extra function and to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So, no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment absolutely free when you use the special promo code BILL. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-CHEW.com, promo code BILL, to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the After Chat. I'm leaving today. I want to be a part of it, New York. Oh, hello, everybody. This is Bill Apter, and welcome to the Apter Chat. It's an incredible time to be a fan of professional wrestling, or if you want to call it sports entertainment. But if you're a spectator or if you're someone in the business, this is such a hot time. There is so much going on, and this, of course, is... WrestleMania week and Bill Apter, wonderful Willie right here, will be at WrestleCon on Friday from 11 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. After that, I will be stopping by at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden, uh, where Ring of Honor uh, and New Japan are holding their festival. Later that night, I will be hanging out at 7 o'clock until probably 11 or so, at or maybe 10, not sure yet, at Radio Star Karaoke on uh, West 35th Street. Saturday morning at 11 a.m., I will be back at WrestleCon until 3. Then I'm headed to the Busted Open Party. And from there, Ring of Honor, New Japan at Madison Square Garden, at Madison Square Garden, as I used to say on my old radio show, emphasizing that at. And Sunday morning at the Meadowlands Plaza Hotel, mark out at the Meadowlands. Now, this is going to be one of the shortest uh, After Chat podcasts you've heard because uh, right after this, I'm packing my bags and headed out to New York City, if you will. But the the other big news now, of course, beside all of that going on, and if you want my predictions, by the way, for WrestleMania, it will be on the WWE.com website commencing, I believe, on Thursday, the 4th of uh, April, 2019, of course. Don't look for last year. Well, I, I didn't them last year also. But the big news, of course, that the, the whole wrestling world is buzzing about now, and it's been rumored and highly anticipated, is that good old J.R. Jim Ross has signed on the dotted line, or whatever kind of line it is, 
to become an official member of All Elite Wrestling. And I will tell you something. What a catch this is. Jim Ross is, you, you know him as a commentator, but he's been a booker. He's been in charge of talent relations. He's done a zillion things in the pro wrestling business. And what an acquisition this is. This is absolutely amazing. Good luck, Jim Ross. And uh, we will keep you posted of course, on all the happenings on um, All Elite Wrestling right here on the After Chat podcast and also on OneWrestling.com, OneWrestlingVideo.com. So, and upcoming in a few weeks will be my new Roku show. We'll have more details about that within the next week or two. So, very excited for the WWE Hall of Fame and one person who I have said for years, and why haven't they put this guy in there yet? is finally going in there, and that is Brutus the Barber Beefcake. All right, Brutus the Barber, Brutus Beefcake, welcome to the After Chat. This is your first time on the audio podcast. I've had you on video a thousand times. Yes, sir. Um, we're happy to be here. It's, we're almost at well, all that, of very exciting. Yeah, well, that that's why I wanted to talk to you, because uh, forever, it seems forever, every year people are being inducted into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame, and every year it's all these people that were the, the forerunners of what, what became sports entertainment, and I always said that there's so many people that should be in there that aren't, but especially this one guy who made sports entertainment into, man, must, as they say, much must-watch TV, and that was you and your set of Clippers. Thank you, brother. Um, I like to think we had a real good thing going there. Um, the guy that blessed me and, and with some abilities, and it took a little, a little prodding to, to get them out into the open, but once once they got out there, and it was <laughs> the rest is history, brother. We're Brutus the Barber and Wild. Yeah, he really did. Now the the, uh, the the I had mentioned to you the other day when I called you about doing this interview. I said I don't know of any other person they could have put in memory uh, in this particular. Role. So when when you were approached with this, what was your what what was it? I mean, what did you think? Because wrestling was changing from wrestling to sports entertainment at that point. Oh uh, no, no, the sports entertainment still did not. In '83, it was it was still raw wrestling. Was people believed? Yes. The fans, uh, you know, and, and the, the the whole sports entertainment. Stuff didn't happen for like twelve years later. Well, no, no, I'm saying that, that because why well, I'm saying that is because the, this particular character was like a sports entertainment type of character. It's something that would have carried over, and it, it was it, it kind of led into it, and that that's what I felt like. And you did it so oh, no, well. Without without a doubt, Bruce was a crossover. He was a, a bridge, right? From the old school wrestling. The new style, the good look, the, the clothes—you uh, know—I mean, I, I didn't have the, inter, the the huge intro music with the pyro or any of right. that stuff. They, they they reserved that for other guys who who really needed it because when the pyro stopped and the music, then they were left with the guy in the ring, and and, it, and there was no, nobody to even cheer. Yeah. So, I, I'd rather be the guy who just walks down the aisles and 
good old music playing and the, and the crowd's going wild and they just keep going wild the whole time you're out there and that I mean what a blessing what a what, what great fans that, that I have out there and, and I love them and, and I always thank them you know thanks thanks to the fans or where would we be without the fans yeah so, you're right now I see as you know you and I see each other at so many of the wrestling conventions. Uh, what are some of the, the questions that some of the, the fans ask you at the at the conventions? Same one, always. What is it? Brutus, what's your best match? <laughs> okay, what's so, your favorite match? So give it to you know, us. Here's, here's my honest question to them. Uh, well, after about, I don't know, five to ten thousand matches. Yeah. There's there's a hundred great, fantastic. Uh, I mean, just I have. I'm lucky. I had a lot of good matches. I don't. Maybe people, maybe guys would say, yeah, you know, I don't matches are terrible. But I, I had great, fun matches. Oh, well, wait, wait. God, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask my... you a different version of it. Okay, if you if somebody came to you and said you could go back in history and have one match all over again that you enjoyed better than anything, what would that what would that be? Well if it comes down to, you know, the crowd response and shit <laughs> it, yeah. it'd be um I don't know. I I, I Hulkster, Kurt Henning, um, you know, because the, the response when, when I was with those two, I mean even Hockey Talk Man, there was great response when I was with Honky, we had a we had a good thing going. I oh, was supposed yeah. to, you know, Bill and I was, I was supposed to take the belt from him first land, and they and they changed the whole card and put me with Ron Bass, and then Warrior took the belt in seven seconds or something from Honky Talk Man. You know, Honky was so mad. You know, Honky had been promised a whole run with me once he dropped the belt. So dropping the belt to the to the Warrior and then not getting even a second, not even getting a return match. To try to win his title back cost him a lot, a lot, a lot of money. And sure. all that was promised to him and promised to me. And, promised, and, and then it, it changed in a heartbeat. So, I mean, that's the fortunes. That's the wrestling heartbeat. business. You know? It's the wrestling business. That's it. And yeah. I'm not crying over spilled out. Hey, I appreciate every opportunity I've got. Hopefully I've, I've been able to make, um, you know, take advantage of mostly everything and, and all these, uh, you know, any advantage down the, down the road. And, and, you know, that's the best you can hope for. You know, nothing's guaranteed, you know, ever. What uh, what are some of your memories of uh, uh, the barbershop segment? Uh, you know, obviously everybody went to the party and the, the rockers, and that was voted by WWE as most best heel the thing done. It, it, it earns a spot in their, you know, whatever, Hall of Fame of infamy, infamy. But I got to tell you, my favorite all-time barbershop was with Andre the Giant Brother. I remember that. And you knew Andre. Oh, for a long fair. time, like 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 me. I, I met him in '77, back in Dalton, Alabama, outdoors in the stadium. Harley Race was there. Terry and and, and Terry and I were wrestling with the Boulder Brothers. Right, right. You know, and, and Andre was there. And, man, you know, I, I just, you know, I haven't known him over so, so, so many years. And, you know, 
I went with Terry and to to Andre's uh, funeral and, and service that we had in North Carolina on his farm and stuff. And, and you know, and and he was a he was a he was a great guy. I mean, there's you'll, you'll hear a lot, of, uh, you know, conflicting uh, stories about Andre. Some people liked him, some people didn't. And no, if Andre, if Andre liked you, if Andre liked you, you had a friend for life. If he didn't like I mean, you, he just liked me, Bill. He, I know he did. Oh yeah, and he liked. I know he, he liked did. Terry. I mean, he had. He used to love to fuck with Terry, though. I mean, he just. He, he you know, Terry was a big guy, and Andre was just because he was he was feisty. He was he still had a playfulness, and he loved to screw with Terry and stuff. But he loved Terry. He loved me. <laughs> I know, know he did. I mean, you know. He, it, you know, that's a funny thing, but people don't know these things. They don't realize it. They never saw this kind of stuff, interactions and stuff. But, but you know, Terry Woods says, we were talking about it. He goes, yeah, it took a, took a while for me and the big man, you know, really come to a good understanding. Yeah. <laughs> and I was laughing. And then he says, he always liked you, though. <laughs> he always liked you, though. I was like, Sound like the old Smothers yeah, Brothers. He liked he looked you better. That. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know. He liked you when he'd say, "Wait, let me do my Andre." He'd say, "Okay, boss." If he called you boss, he liked you. If there was no yeah. boss at the end of that, uh, "Okay" or "Hello," you were just an acquaintance of his. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we remember that. Remember that very much. So you're um uh. The years that you spent. Well, let let's talk about you talked about Terry and the whole bit and um, uh. Uh, you and Terry uh, have talked. I know that and all that, and I'm sure he's thrilled now that you're going into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame. He is, Bill, and you know, yeah, it's it, it's great being uh, back in the same circles, and we're working out at Bush Lecter Gym, and things are going good. I'm happy to see he seems like he's doing better. He, he's been in the bullseye. Yeah, all kind of stuff happening to him. It's just it's just horrible and. You know, and, and I'm just hoping that we seem to be on a pretty good roll here. And I'm just, I pray, pray night and day that hopefully we can keep this role going and things, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, and you get some smooth water here for a change. <laughs> All these, these 30 foot breakers coming in on, on smashing on top of us and stuff, you know, and just, just do some smooth, smooth sailing and, and sail off into the sunset. No sailing up. No, you still got you still got a lot of good years. You still got a lot of good years going there. No, uh, no off into the sun. So, did you ever think the call would come? That so there's the uh, the weekly, um, the weekly problem with uh, audacity. So I was going to say no running off into the sunset, but all those years of um, seeing all your your all the other guys going in there, and you're sitting there watching this. What uh, did you ever think the call would come? It, it, that's a tough one, Bill. Uh, yeah, I was beginning to think that it really was going to happen. You're putting dead people in. God bless them. There's, there's so many people that deserved in this thing. And, and then, you know, I mean, I know it, it's entertainment, so they're putting in uh, different actors. And over the years, there's been so many different, uh, you know, personalities that had no, you know, a real small connection to our business. And I think, you know, and, and I, it's, I'm not trying to defame anybody who's been laying to the Hall of Fame, God bless them. I just think that maybe some preference towards the wrestlers would have been better. But you know what? 
you know, who's, who am I to say? You know, it is what it is. I'm just happy to be as part of it. I think it's a great deal. So much, so many years, so many people, so much great talent. Just, I'm just glad to be a part of it. I, and I'm glad they uh, decided let's, let's put Brutus in. Yes, and now is there anyone else, if you had one other guy to pick that you haven't seen in the Hall of Fame, that uh, you would uh, say, you know, this guy's got to be in? Jeez, that's a tough question, Bob. I don't mean, I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't even I, know yeah. really who's off and who's Okay, okay. But I've been down here in Florida and, and, and kind of away from everything. For Wait, come, come back come back to the phone a little bit. You're drifting a little. Sorry, coming over, you know. There you go. Kind of out of the loop a little bit. Um, you know, there's, that's a tough one. I mean, maybe Bonnie came in. Definitely wanted Randy in there. Um, you know, I see Bundy, you know, one of those main guys. I mean, like maybe one man gang. Yeah. One yeah. career where, you know, the Nick Keen, all the stuff they, they, you know, that he uh, had to, he was on, I see a lot of Brutus in him. They, they switch gears on him. He had to be yes. this, he had to be that. Yeah. This guy, that guy. How about um, that, uh, how about that McMahon guy? I don't believe so, no. I don't believe so. Never seen him up there accepting an award. So, I mean, hasn't Shane wrestled too? Shane's wrestled, right? Shane, oh, oh, yeah. Shane is still, uh, Shane is still wrestling uh, this uh, Sunday at uh, WrestleMania. It's uh, Shane McMahon against a uh, false count anywhere match against The Miz. And, you know, Shane is, Shane is, Shane is quite an amazing uh, guy because I always said back when he first started, he should have put on a mask and become a luchador. He is, uh, you know, he was an office guy, and a lot of people said, oh, my God, an office guy is beating up the wrestlers. But he's quite talented. No, absolutely. You know, Shane, you know, now he's going to fall apart from the tree. Shane's got a tremendous athletic ability. Now, it was just a question of when are you ever going to get a chance to use it? Yeah. Oh, you still there? So, uh, now, this Sunday, depending upon when people are listening to this, you were supposed to be um, by promoter Scott Wilder Promotions. I promised him we'd get his name in there. Uh, you were oh, supposed God. to be at uh, uh, Mark out at the Meadowlands. And, uh, Meadowlands, now, yes. Yeah, but now uh, the WWE uh, induction weekend has uh, uh, is taking you over there. Yes, absolutely. I'm sorry, you know, to my to the fans. Uh, apologies. Um, um, when, when you get the call for the Hall of Fame and they say we need you for access, we need you for interviews, we need you for that, you say, of course. <laughs> yes, you, yes. You, what's asked of you? And I, I, I'm sure everybody understands. Uh, out there. Well, you could have invited them all to the mark out at the Meadowlands, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to be, you know, I'm going to be in the ring at WrestleMania getting announced to millions of people. Yeah, that's great. I, I, I can't wait to see this. Um, you're, uh, uh, after this happens, you still have um, a book that I've read. Yes. And uh, uh, let's talk about where people can find uh, the book uh, online yep. or in stores or where can they get that book? They can go to 
fingers through the walk-in, smartphone, computer, laptop, blah, 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 through to speedgate.com. Couldn't be easier to remember. Rugasbeatfeed.com, and that takes you right to our site, and, and there is, you can message us. Uh, we have lots of stuff available, and people make requests all the time for certain pictures or this or that, and we try to get the folks whatever they, whatever we can get and, and, and to make them happy. That's what we do. All right. All right. So that's where you can get the book, and uh, I, we, I will also see you at the uh, um, New England um Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame in June. Hall of Fame. I'm going to be inducted there, and uh, uh, I keep hearing rumors that you're going to uh, do something with my uh, possibly uh, attack my comb over. So I might have to wear a hat with a uh, lid on it. So a hat can't save you. Didn't save you last time either. All right. Well, we're going to have to talk about that. Before I let you go, I know that the fans would be angry if I didn't ask you about briefly about your career in WCW with all those other people you were. Which one of those characters did you like the best? Well, i got to say The Disciple. Because I really thought The Disciple really had the, the look, everything, the, the, anything that was unlimited. Possibilities were unlimited, but that never happened. But, I mean, let's face it, the Zodiac was definitely the most fun. Running around the dungeon or doom, all yeah. I had to do was yell and go, Yes, no, yes. I remember. <laughs> Makeup is a real pain in the butt, don't let me tell you. It was, that was the hardest thing I've ever had to do was to try to keep that makeup on and, and have multiple matches. It was really tough. Do you know sure was Do you know that the first so the first Zodiac I ever saw was a masked guy who wrestled for Mike LaBelle and it was Bob Orton Senior as the Zodiac. California. Yeah, I mean, but I mean the original Bob Orton, the grandpa. No, I worked with him. Did you? Senior. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. The the, the big <laughs> old Bob Orton. Once in a jacket tag match, way back in the very early years, one of these little territories. I saw him when I was growing up in New York. He was the tag team partner many times of Nature Boy Buddy Rogers, and if anyone on that team had to get pinned, it had to be him. Yeah. He he always had he he always had that spot. So thank you so very much, and uh, you know through the years, anytime I see you at the conventions, and even during the days when the magazines were banned, we always talked. You were always friends friends with me. And throughout all the time when I see you at the conventions, you're one of the uh, you're one of the high spots of uh, people that I love to see. And once again, I just want to say congratulations. And it's about time. And I'm going to ask you this. And if if she's not around, we we won't do this. Is Mrs. Beefcake around? She's out of the room. She's out of the room. I want to know how she felt about this whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, got a second here. She comes. Hey, Bill has a question for you. Hello, Mrs. Beefcake, you're on the air right now on the after chat. And I just want to know, when that call came, what was your reaction? I was stunned. I couldn't even... And the way that it went down, it was like, hey, you know, what are you doing? Are you going to be at WrestleCon? Or what's going on? And we're just like, well, yeah, man. I mean, do you need anything? I mean, what can I do for you? And he's like... How would you like to come to the Hall of Fame? And we were both like, ah! <laughs> so it, was, 
Congratulations, you know. Like we knew it months ago or anyway. This was this all was all fun? happened in the last ten days, weeks. Wow. So, yeah. You know, it just went down super fast, but that's great. You know, I, they, they, they saved the best for last. I'm trying yeah. To yeah. They uh, they said we're gonna put down Spruce Flats and, and Sports Illustrated broke it. They love Sports Illustrated, great people, and um, yeah, you know, it's just. Uh, well, that that's great, and I, I'm I'm also very thrilled that they found a way to get China into the uh, WWE Hall of Fame one day on her own, but with the induction of uh, of DX and China going in there, that's another real high spot of that occasion. I, I think she deserves it too. She was one, she was the real first, you know, crazy star girl that her, you know her stuff they did and her body and the way she looked and everything. And all the stuff it did. I mean, you know, she she deserved to be in there. She was, she was one of you know the pioneer. You know, that led the way to all these other girls now. You know, being able to you know do what they do. But I mean, let's face it, she was pretty tough. Yeah, she right. was trained by Killer Kowalski. Trained by Killer Kowalski. Yeah. yeah, how could she not she, be tough? Yeah. Uh, last question. Final, final question. There's a lot of people you haven't seen in many, many, many years. Who's the one person back there when you get back there that you're going to look for first and uh, give a hug to? You mean at the... Uh, at the Hall of Fame, Hall? yeah. At the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Honestly, I think I'll just try to give Vince a hug, actually. Yeah, that's, you, you, you had the right... You had <laughs> the right... Give Triple H a hug. You... <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, I just, you know, and Triple H said some real nice stuff, tweeted out stuff. Uh, you know, for me, not really a what any of the boys have. I haven't even heard of congratulations from Greg. Wow. Well, you will. You know, you will. It takes Greg. It takes <laughs> yeah, a wow. it takes a few days for Greg to uh, to call. So, but he yeah, definitely will. Weeks, man. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah. I mean, it's all good, brother. I, I am. I'm, 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 I'm happy to be here. And, you know what it is, what it is. All right. If you don't want to stay with us. That's cool, but we're going to celebrate. We are. All right. Well, I will see you somewhere, hopefully, over the weekend uh, in New York. And uh, thank you again. And thank you, uh, Mrs. Beefcake, uh, for uh, chiming in here as well. And we will uh, we'll, uh, see you at WrestleMania weekend, brother. WrestleMania weekend it is, man. Okay, that was Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Uh, taking some time out for his real from his really busy schedule to uh, be here on the After Chat. Again, this is Bill After. This is the shortest After Chat radio, well, podcastio uh, that you will probably ever hear because it's coming toward WrestleMania weekends and weekend, and my bags are packed. I'm ready to go. See you at WrestleCon. See you hopefully at um, uh, Radio Star Karaoke. See you at uh, mark out at the Meadowlands. See you at Ring of Honor. See you at some of the WWE events. This is Bill After. So, you know, see you at the matches. <laughs>